Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I've got a fantastic guest for you today, but real quick before we get to them, I have to tell you about Certified Piedmontese because this is a brand I am so excited about. In fact, I will never forget the first time I had Certified Piedmontese. The crown jewel of my initial visit to Casa Bovina was a beautiful rib cap that was so lean and tender, it was almost silky in texture. The moment that beef hit my taste buds, I was hooked. These animals are raised all natural on a network of family ranches across the Midwest, so Certified Piedmontese is able to cut out the middleman and buy directly from the source. And while I highly encourage you to check out Casa Bovina, you can savor this beef at home, too. Whether you order off Piedmontese.com or by calling one 800 414-3487, your purchase will be shipped directly to your front door. Plus, when you use my discount code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now, to my guest. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin', and we're going to do something a little bit different today. I love having different chefs and restaurateurs and bakers and farmers and just everyone in between on this podcast to get a chance to hear from the source. But I wanted to try something different today and just use a different medium to highlight my favorite Omaha restaurants uh, and purveyors. So I wanted to take a look back as we move into 2024 and start to make dining plans and think about where we're going to eat, you know, what what excites us. I think it's instructive to look back at 2023, recognize all the good meals that we had to share. And then I think by sharing my experiences, maybe I can help you plan your eating in 2024. So there are some uh, some categories that I wanted to run through. Looking back at 2023, the best meal that I had, the best singular dish that I had, the best new restaurant that I dined at, the best burger, down the list. I want to share some of my experiences with you as you listen to these. I hope that you're inspired to visit these restaurants or at least consider them. Maybe go on their social media, see what they're all about, and then decide if that's somewhere where you want to visit. So, Without uh, without further ado, let's start with the granddaddy of them all. That's the best meal that I had. Now, this was a really tough category for me because I had some incredible meals last year. Uh, we had the first ever restaurant hopping dinner at Semo Pasta and Wine in Fremont. That was incredible. Uh, had a tasting menu at the Boiler Room for my birthday, which is something I will never forget. Uh, experienced the home sh- the chef's home table, excuse me, at Canara, which is something I would highly encourage anyone to check out. That is just a, a masterful experience, not only of food, but of Chef Ashish uh, Sathin's storytelling and how he can connect food to his his upbringing, his background, his experiences. But the best meal that I had was at the Portico. It was actually in Lincoln. So there is... Uh, a former chef, he used to own a restaurant called Bread and Cup in Lincoln. His his name is Kevin Shin, and uh, his restaurant closed down four or five years ago, and he's pivoted. Instead of opening another restaurant, he does this thing now where two to four times a week, he will have one table in his home, in his backyard. He's got this little uh, screened-in patio, one table per night. And he will serve them 
just a meal that you will never forget. Over the course of five or six hours, he just keeps bringing out food. Basically, he he goes to the farmer's market, sees what he's inspired by, comes back and just puts together all kinds of really cool dishes, uh, whether they you know might be a lasagna, a pasta, um, you know, a couple meat forward dishes. There's always going to be bread involved. Definitely some appetizers. There's going to be some fruit, but it's it's just it's such a different experience because you're dining in someone's home. You are his only table for the night, so he is only paying attention to you, only thinking about you. He is uh, very experienced with making cocktails, um, so he can make craft cocktails. He can make uh, beer recommendations if you want to do that. But basically, you just you sit in Kevin's screened-in porch and you just hang out and. He's not going to bring out the next course until you tell him to. So you can make this meal last two to three hours. You can make it last five to six hours. And you can go in his backyard and walk around see where he gets a lot of his produce. You can see his his beehive um, where he's getting his honey from and, and, and his bees and everything. But what I think the course that best describes why this meal is special was my wife and I, we, we went one night with, uh, with one other couple and we're about four or five courses into the meal. We're all having a very good time. It's, it's been a couple hours and Kevin just comes and sets a big fresh loaf of sourdough bread on the table. I mean, this is one of those where like you crack into it and there's steam coming out of it and you can just smell it. It just smells like fresh bread. And he starts making a uh, a pesto table side so he's got like the mortar and pestle out and he's pounding it away and he's making this pesto for us and he's answering our questions and everything and he's like well dig into the bread and there's no knife or anything sitting there we just had we just grabbed it and we ripped it with our hands and we we got to use utensils to put the pesto on but then we spread this beautiful pesto on the bread hey it's some of the best bread I've ever had, but B, I think that that just exemplifies exactly what this meal was. It was just like this real familial, just casual thing. It had upscale food that I would expect to have in a restaurant, but it was in a setting and in an atmosphere that just encouraged you to just let loose a little bit and just let the inhibitions of the world melt away. And you could really just enjoy this meal for what it was you didn't have any pretenses you didn't have to worry about other tables looking at you and wonder why are these people ripping apart bread with their hands it was just pure enjoyment absolutely love the portico so if you're interested in doing this in 2024 and you absolutely should be uh find chef kevin shin on Instagram, send him a direct message, and he'll send you a link to uh, to his schedule, and uh, try and get you hooked up. And trust me, this is something you want to experience. I've had a lot of great meals in restaurants. I've never experienced anything quite like this. Uh, best singular dish that I had in 2023, so the rib cap at Casa Bovina. Again, it, it's a Lincoln restaurant, but this is a restaurant that I would happily drive for any night of the week because it is just such a special place i mean these people have between the equipment and the talent in that kitchen and the techniques that they're using there are not very many places i would say in the midwest 
that anything like Casa Bovina. Sarah and I have done several tasting menus there, but the one dish that I will always remember, it was this rib cap. And you should really go and check out my uh, my Instagram and go back and find this post because I can't even describe what the picture of it looks like. It is just so absolutely gorgeous. But I just remember this certified Piedmontese rib cap. It was just so buttery tender. I mean, you barely had to move your knife to cut it. And it just like erupted with this rich, savory, beefy flavor. It was seasoned so well. And then there were these accompanying sauces. There was just a real like firm but supple asparagus. There was a delightful borscht jus that just added like this sweet tangy punch to every bite. I mean, you can go to Casa Bovina anytime and have an excellent meal, whether you want to get uh, a tasting menu, whether you want to just order a la carte. It is phenomenal. This dish in particular is one that I will always remember. Uh, best new restaurant. Holy cow. Did Omaha add a lot of great new restaurants this year? So I want to shout out some of my honorable mentions because, man, did we get some great new restaurants, including Mission Avenue Barbecue, which is just some of the best barbecue you'll find. Salted Edge, Moots, Lemon Tree Cafe, Lyle's Pizzeria, and Euro Kings. All awesome restaurants. But the, my favorite new restaurant that we went to was Semo Pasto and Wine out in Fremont. The chef there is a guy named Drew Stats, And there are not many people that I've met who love pasta more than this guy and he is just constantly experimenting with new noodles new filled pastas different preparations different sauces how does this noodle work with this sauce um you know does it does this noodle work better with you know a meatier heartier sauce you know is there a creamy component to it semo also has they have seafood dishes they have proteins they have like polenta. They've got all kinds of great things on the menu, but pasta especially makes it worth the drive to Fremont. They are doing some really special things out there, and it's just a really cozy, homey restaurant, too. This is the type of place where you go in and you eat there, and you feel like you're in the dining room of someone's home, not the dining room of, of a kitchen, if that makes sense. Best burger? Uh one of the last things that I ate in 2023, and it's something that I'm going to remember for a long time in 2024, it's the Nomadic Jack Burger at Nomadic Jack's. Now, there's a good chance you're listening to this and you're just like, Nomadic Jack's? What the heck is that? I've never heard of that before. That's going to change. Nomadic Jack's, it's a pop-up that is happening uh, down in Clean Slate uh, Food Cafe. Usually... Wednesdays through Saturdays uh, at night throughout the week. Um, you can go down, you can order there, or you can go to uh, the Cross Strain, um, the tap room down in Millwork Commons, right across the street from the baseball stadium. But one of the cooks for Clean Slate just really has a passion for food, wants to start his own concept, and he's operating out of the kitchen at Clean Slate on these nights. And Oh man, are his burgers good. So he he employs a the smash burger technique. So he takes these these patties and just hard presses them onto the flat top which creates this extra surface area. Uh great crispy texture gets a nice like 
toasted caramelization. He tops each of those burger patties with just this beautiful melted American cheese. It just oozes everywhere, loads it onto a brioche bun, and just uses these big old thick slabs of bacon. Now, if all this sounds like really rich and heavy, yes, it is. But Jack is really smart in that he brings some sweetness in, too. He uses uh, some pickles that are a little bit on the bread and butter side, uh, so they add a little bit of sweetness, some just um, nice grilled onions, and then his signature mustard, which is good enough to buy. Like, if that were in Hy-Vee, I would buy it nonstop tomorrow. But it just has, like, a little bit of sweetness to go with that normal tang that you get from mustard. And altogether, this is... It doesn't have any crazy components or anything. It's just an excellent put-together burger. Best sandwich that I had in 2023. Uh, If you followed my social media at all, you know that I was on the hunt for the best Cubano sandwich in Omaha. And and there were some very good ones. But the one that stood out, without a doubt, was the one at Avalis Latin Market. This is a tiny little market on the backside of a strip mall off of 108th and Q. Like, I wouldn't have even known it was there if people hadn't told me about it, much less if they had an awesome Cubano. But once I had it, I like could not stop thinking about it. It easily won my hunt for the best Cubano. And it goes a little bit off script. Instead of doing a roasted pork, uh, Jose Avalos, the owner, he uses carnitas, and his carnitas are just so rich. So juicy, so savory, and he finishes them on the flat top before he puts them in the sandwich. So they just have this nice crispy texture to them as well. And then he uses a talara roll, which is usually used for tortas, a Mexican sandwich. But he uses them for uh, the Cubano in this case, and he presses it, and it just gives this sandwich this nice crusty shell. It melts the cheese perfectly, and then he uses a lemon or a, a lemon, a mustard aioli, excuse me, to add a little bit more creaminess than you would normally get from just straight up mustard. So, just altogether an excellent sandwich. It's one of those like where like you finish eating it and you're genuinely sad. Hey there, listeners. We'll get back to my guest in a minute, but I got to remind you one more time about Certified Piedmontese. Anyone who listens to this podcast or follows me on social media knows that I enjoy my fair share of decadent meals and delicious desserts. And that's why it's really important to me to eat really clean between big meals. And that is one of the main reasons I love Certified Piedmontese. Piedmontese cattle have extra muscle mass, which allows them to maintain a rich tenderness without much fatty marbling. In fact, ounce for ounce, certified Piedmontese beef has fewer calories and more protein than salmon. Don't believe that healthy food can taste this good? Just try it. When you order off certifiedpiedmontese.com, use the promo code HOPPEN, that's my last name, H-O-P-P-E-N, for 25% off your order. You will taste the difference for yourself. If you are looking for steak, roasts, tenderloins, bacon, and more, Check out CertifiedPiedmontese.com and experience the Certified Piedmontese difference today. And now, back to my guest. Uh, Best pizza that I had in 2023. This will be no surprise to anyone who knows me. The Honey Pano from Izzy's Pizza Bus. I mean, you could put just about anything. Like, you could put Alfredo sauce and anchovies on top of just an Izzy's Pizza Bus crust, and I would go for it. Because it's just, it's so wonderful. I mean, it's Detroit-style pizza. And if you've never had it, 
think of like focaccia bread. It's a little bit bouncy. It's a little airy. Like if you squeeze it, it will puff back up to its normal consistency. And then the outside just has this, this ring, this just caramelized crown of cheese. And when you bite into it, it just has this excellent, like toasted, sweet, nutty flavor to it. It's amazing. And the honey peño, I mean, it keeps things simple, but you don't need to do anything crazy to make this an awesome pizza. He uses crispy pepperoni cups, uh, pickled jalapenos, and then drizzles the whole thing in Mike's hot honey. You got the sweet, you got the spicy, you got salty. It is absolutely excellent. Cannot recommend that pizza enough. Uh, the best pasta dish that I had, unfortunately, is not one that you can just go in and order off of a specific menu. Um, but it just kind of, I want to highlight it because it showcases just how awesome this restaurant does pasta. And that's the boiler room. And I don't think a lot of people think of the boiler room for pasta specifically. You think about it for steak, maybe for seafood, for really good drinks and ambiance. But these guys do pasta extremely well. And I will always remember the polenta stuffed cassoncelli from that tasting menu that I mentioned earlier uh, that my wife set up for my birthday. I mean, we had just some amazing lamb that meal. We had some duck that was fantastic. The dessert was just a pan Purdue that I will never forget. But this pasta was the highlight of that meal. So the, the pasta itself are these like little bite-sized pasta presents, just real supple little pockets of dough that were stuffed with polenta. And when you bit into them, they just erupted forth with this creamy, cheesy explosion in every bite. And they came in this like really rich, deep broth that had just a little bit of Nashville hot sauce in it that gave it like this pleasant kick. Holy cow, was that good. So uh, you once again, you can't go in and just order this dish anytime you go to the boiler room. It might be on the menu sometimes. They switch up their menu every week. But it's just a testament to how well the boiler room makes pasta and what they do right. Uh, the best breakfast dish that I had, without a doubt, and I had some really good ones, but the Cali Club from Saddle Creek Breakfast Club was my best breakfast that I had in 2023 breakfast sandwiches are one of my absolute favorite things and you just i don't know how you could beat this one uh first of all the sandwich it starts with a croissant which is my probably preferred breakfast sandwich delivery device because you just at least when you get a good croissant because you just get all those flaky buttery layers it just provides an excellent base to start with and saddle creek breakfast club slathers that thing with a chipotle cream cheese. Then it puts in some crispy bacon, some chunks of creamy avocado, there's a smoked American cheese, and then it just tops it all with this perfectly cooked over easy egg. When you push that top bun of the croissant down, it just spills its yolk everywhere. Now, to be clear, this is a rich, decadent sandwich. You're going to have to spend some extra time on the elliptical or on the treadmill after you eat this thing, but it is so good. It is so worth it. It's the best breakfast. It's one of my favorite breakfasts just in Omaha in general. Definitely the best one that I had this year. Uh, best appetizer of 2023. 
this is going to sound kind of crazy, but it comes from a pizzeria and it's not pizza. It's the mozzarella pesto roll from Lyle's Pizzeria. Now, don't get me wrong. Lyle's Pizza is fantastic, and you should absolutely go and get pizza there, without a doubt. But also, especially if you're going with several friends, get one of the mozzarella pesto rolls and share it. My description of this is going to sound a little bit odd, but like, think think of it as a savory cinnamon roll. So you're getting that soft flaky dough but instead of having each layer packed with sugar and cinnamon lyle's just takes like a truckload of nutty delicious parmesan cheese and stuffs it into every layer this thing is so cheesy and rich it's just dough and parmesan cheese it's amazing then the exterior is glazed with an herbed butter and slathered in just this nutty herbaceous pesto and even more Parmesan cheese is drizzled on top. I mean, it's it's one of those like it's it's a hundred percent hit rate. I tell everyone who goes to Lyle's, you got to try this thing. And they're like, oh, okay, you know that that's fine. I'm excited about the pizza, but if you say I got to try this, I got to try it, and that's what they come back to me raving about because it is so good. Uh, best dessert of 2023. You can call me biased if you want to. I don't really care. So this item was named after my wife, actually. It's called Sarah's Chocolate Dream Cake, and it is offered by Buttered Marshmallow. Now, Buttered Marshmallow, she's a a home baker, so go to uh, ButteredMarshmallow.com. You can order uh, all kinds of different cakes from her, and her cakes are all excellent. They just start with this, like, really perfect, moist, tender crumb that has just the right amount of crumble, but Sarah's Chocolate Dream Cake in particular is special, especially if you are a fan of anything chocolate. This thing is a chocolate lover's dream. Like, if you dropped a chocolate grenade inside a cake and let it explode, this is what you'd get. So the cake itself is it's it, it's a chocolate cake. It's got bitter and sweet notes from that dark chocolate. But what I really love about it is it is studded with whole chocolate chips inside of it. So not only are you getting that extra hit of chocolate, but you're getting that little bit of texture as well. And then in between each layer, there is a creamy Ghirardelli excuse me, chocolate ganache. The entire cake is covered in just a silky, smooth chocolate buttercream. It's just an absolutely wonderful cake. It is, it's rich. It's delicious. If you like chocolate, you can't not have this. Uh, best food discovery that I had, it's got to be New York-style gyros, and I have gyro kings to thank for this. Um, I, I love the traditional Greek gyro where you've got the, the sliced beef and lamb off the spit. You've got the tzatziki. You've got some onions and tomatoes inside a pita. That's fantastic. But in New York, there's a different style of gyro. It's like a street gyro. It's served over rice. It's chicken and beef, and it comes with all these sauces. I didn't know that this existed until Euro Kings opened up and showed me just how delicious this could be. It's something that you absolutely have to try. And to be clear, Euro Kings offers gyros inside of a pita as well. So if you are looking for that type of thing, go for it. But I would encourage you to try the platter because it starts with just this tender turmeric accented rice. 
Uh, instead of using Tzatziki, Eurokings uses uh, their two house sauces, which are both very, very creamy, very rich, but very good. There's this garlic-forward white sauce, and a they call it their spicy sauce. It's not super spicy, but it adds a little bit of a kick. And then they take Euro meat and chicken, which their chicken is just so juicy and flavorful. It's The marinade on that is ridiculous. But they take both proteins, and they finish them off on the plat on the flat top to just give them a nice crisp and then they load this bowl up it is just an excellent meal one that i just highly recommend to anyone especially if you haven't had a new york style euro this is something that you got to try and then to end things i hate to you know go to a go to a downer note but i I just i want to recognize some of my favorite places that unfortunately closed in 2023 and you know, we we love highlighting all the new places that opened and, and are fantastic, but there were some ones that closed that, that I'll really miss. And first and foremost is Sternella. Uh, my wife and I, we shared many, many great re- or restaurants, many, many great meals, that is, at Sternella. Um, one of our first dates was at Sternella. One of our favorite things to do has um, become taking staycations at the Cottonwood Hotel, which is right across the street from where Sternella used to be in Blackstone. And, and yeah, when, when it announced that it was closing, like I literally gasped and texted Sarah immediately. And we were both just so sad. This was just a place that, that made you feel so warm and welcome. It had just amazing pasta Uh, some good sandwiches and burgers. Matt Mosier, an incredibly talented chef and a really, really nice guy. And I will always miss. It was just such a simple dessert, but the gooey butter bar. I mean, it was this this just rich, decadent cake that came with a Nutella ice cream. Uh, I I don't know the next time, if, if I'll ever, if there will ever be a next time that I'll get to have that again. I hope that there's an occasion where it happens. If it doesn't, I will always have great memories of both that dish and of Sternella as a restaurant. Uh, rest in peace to that wonderful place. And just I'm excited for the good things that Matt has moving forward because that dude is a talented chef and he deserves to be in kitchens making more great food and making people happy. Uh, so that's it. That's my best of Omaha restaurants, the 2023 edition. Uh, hopefully you found this entertaining you heard a couple things that you were like hey i need to go to that restaurant or i love that restaurant but i haven't tried that dish please get out and support your local restaurants let me know what your favorites are hit me up on instagram or facebook and say hey here are the best things i had to eat in 2023 here's what i want you to try in 2024 i think that would be a lot of fun and i just love having that interaction so i'll end it there omaha as always Thanks for eating with us. A Huda Media Production.